Hello, my friend. Jeff C. here with a great new resource that I put together just for you. It's a complete database of all the tools that I use to create content and run my business. I've got apps, software, hardware, and even my favorite AI tools. It's easy to find what you need and tells you exactly how I'm using them in my business. To get access to my toolbox, just go to jeffc.com forward slash toolbox. That's J-E-F-F. S is in Sam, I-E-H. That's I before E, especially in C. That's how my mama had me learn it. So go check it out. And if you haven't heard me say it in a while, I appreciate you listening, my friend. And now, on with the episode. Keeping you up to date on the world of social media. Industry experts. Innovators. Creators. Storytellers. And the latest social media tools, tips, and tactics. This is Social Media News Live. Hello, folks. Welcome to Social Media News Live. I'm Jeff C. And you're not. And this is the show that keeps you up to date on what's happening in the world of social media and more. Have you ever wondered about the secret ingredients to achieving top-notch audio quality in your live streams and presentations? Maybe you're curious about the expert strategies behind exceptional audio experiences, or perhaps you're aiming to upgrade your audio skills to a professional level. If these questions resonate with you, then you are in for a treat today. Today, we're excited to welcome special guest Laura Davison from Sure, a master in the world of audio. Laura combines her musical prowess with technical know-how to enhance audio in live settings. She'll be sharing her background, offering valuable insights, and providing essential essential tips for audio mastery. So sit back, clear your schedule, clear your mind, and get ready for this week's episode of Social Media News Live. Laura, how are you doing today? Doing great, Jeff. Thank you for having me. This is going to be awesome. I am so excited. I've been counting down the days to have you on the show. We met at <laughs> Ecamm's Creator Camp. Um, you had some really cool stuff to say, some really cool tech stuff, and we're going to share some of that stuff uh, out today. And also joining me today is the amazing Katie Fox from Ecamm. Katie, how are you? I'm great. It's at, as Laura said, it's Friday, and I'm. Let's, I know. Let's go. And, Let's and go. like it's it, it's like the Katie show. She was on with Ian earlier, talking about stuff. It's like it's oh, Katie wow. all day, all the channels. You're everywhere, Katie. I, mean, I, I am a notorious overcommitter, so here I am. <laughs> I'm saying yes to all the things. No, no, in a in a good way today because it's yes, all the fun yes. stuff. So. Yeah, it's it's fun to get on uh, on live with your friends. So uh, let me introduce you to Laura Caps Clap because if you Davidson, because if you don't know who she is, let me tell you. She heads up the retail marketing development team for sure. Her passion and her knowledge of gear comes from over 20 years in the music industry, where she has been recognized for her achievements with She Rocks Award and Women of NAM Leadership Summit Scholarship. When she isn't talking about music equipment, she is using it as a professional singer, songwriter, and podcaster. And you can learn more at Laura Clapp dot com and check out her podcast song 43 wherever you consume podcasts laura once again thanks for being on the show and by the way your podcast is amazing and your spotify oh, channel you. i went and listened to some of your music it is really really good i had no idea <laughs> thank you thanks yeah. for checking it out i appreciate it that. was really good yeah and and um yeah i mean your podcast i, I loved it because you were i went back and uh listened to some of the the haunting stuff that was happening at uh creator camp <laughs> oh during creator oh yeah camp. so yes. that was that was very interesting so uh we've got some of our friends in the the uh the comments today we've got uh neil saying sounds good jeff thank you yeah i love my new microphone so uh, that's mm-hmm. very very cool uh, chris stone says jeff c has never sounded better i don't know what you mean by <laughs> that uh chris but we'll 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 take it um and tacy says happy friday all this is always the best part of friday 
Casey, you are the best part of Friday. Thank you so much for stopping by today. Uh, And uh, Dealcaster says bonus points to Laura for color wear. Sure. Mike Green branding on point. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, when we go full screen. Yeah. So and Katie's even got let me pull up you full screen, Katie. Uh, You even got (laughs) a nice M7 color, MB7 color. Yeah. Look at that. It was. It was so hard to choose. It it took a very long time. (laughs) It's very cool. So we're going to be, and, and we have more people just popping in who are uh, our family here. Uh, tech trouble, troublemaker says, thanks Laura right. for the great tips at camp. I've been Aww, working to improve hey. my audio. Sure. MB seven here. So I've got mine too. I've got mine set up and ready to go if we want to test it later, but this is the white special edition. Ooh, white one. Yes. Amazon exclusive. Yes. Nice I don't think you can Love get it, it anymore. I don't think they're even available. So I feel no. special. So, uh, okay. and then we have, of course, our amazing Mr. Paul, uh, uh, Duncan here in the house as well. A moderator so. in the and, house. And Anna, I think she had some hauntings that happened as well that I heard uh, from from the grapevine. <laughs> so I have to get the whole the, the whole scoop on all this stuff. But anyway, let's get on with the show because we have some great. Um, I have some great questions. I want you guys to ask your questions of Laura in here, but let's talk about Laura, kind of like your background because I want to talk about you know how you, you kind of your journey in the music industry and how that kind of you know, went to audio equipment and your expertise in that? Yeah. So I went to Berkeley College of Music for school. And when I graduated, I moved to Nashville, where I lived for about seven years. And I was working as a singer songwriter. I was also working, you know, waiting tables and just trying to survive. And I started uh, co-hosting this wonderful showcase called Chick Singer Night, which is the longest running showcase for women in the country. It's all over the country in different cities. And it's basically like a free showcase for you to play with a professional band in front of an audience, what you normally wouldn't be able to do. Like if you're living in Nashville, it's hard to do that. Anyway, I was doing that. And the founder of that organization, Lori Meyer, her husband was the CEO of a company called TC Helicon and TC Electronic at the time. They wanted to have a female demonstrator at the NAM show, which if you're not familiar, NAM happens usually every January. It's getting back on that cycle now, finally, post-pandemic, out in Anaheim. And it's the largest gathering of music equipment manufacturers in the world, basically. Like 100,000 people show up and we show off our new gear. We have booths and it's just like a big family reunion, kind of like Ecamm fam times, you know, a lot. And uh, so I started demonstrating there. And I had about two weeks to learn this really wildly complicated piece of gear called the Voice Live, which would let you plug a microphone in and start singing and four voices of harmony would come out. And it was the coolest thing I'd ever heard. (laughs) And I was like, this is like, I love this. I love this gear. And I loved demonstrating because I would be on a booth demonstrating 20 minutes on, 20 minutes off for four days, which was exhausting and exhilarating and incredible. And it just, it turned out I was pretty good at demonstrating gear and getting across these wildly complicated uh, tech gear pieces to anybody. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that and then kind of worked my way up the chain in terms of getting into the marketing side, Uh, worked for them for about 10 years, worked for a marketing agency for two years, and I've been with Shure for six years this month. So uh, I do market development for them, which is essentially going out into the field, training people about our incredible products like this MV7, and just helping people find ways to make their creative lives and journeys easier 
like hanging out at creator camp. That was one of the things <laughs> I got to do as part of my job. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Very, and I'm a singer songwriter cool. and a mom of two, you know? Okay. That's, yeah. <laughs> and that's, you got a little bit on your plate. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Yeah. That's it. So Katie, you, you jump in here. Cause you know, we, we didn't get to talk much before the show because we were having tech stuff. So you just, like, cause I will like hog all the time. So you have to like, Back off, your, Jeff. yes, Laura's exactly. My friend. Yeah. Connor knows that, that wow. I did it. So I know I'm just going to sit here quietly. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to steal, uh, going to steal all of Jeff's awesome questions that he planned in advance, but I actually really want to know this one as well. But Laura, how do your experiences as a performer help you understand audio needs for your live stream and presentations? Oh, that's a fun one. Um, they being a performer and being a presenter are actually very similar things, but the tech side of it is something that I think as vocalists, we get to be lazy about. And it's something that I'm desperately trying to change. And I'm super passionate about because most of the time, if you show up to a venue or a gig or what have you, and you're going to perform, you step up to the microphone, whatever's there, you do your sound check and you go. Whereas if you were the guitarist on said gig or the drummer, you would bring all of your own equipment that you know and have tested and tried at home and love and know makes you sound great, is easy to play and removes any barriers. We don't, we don't have that luxury as singers. We just kind of show up and use whatever. So I started getting passionate about gear in 2006 when I started demonstrating. And then that really has led to more of an awareness of how to choose gear based on just listening. Like I'm monitoring right now, which mm -hmm. I cannot say how important it is to do to hear yourself talking, to know if I'm too far off the mic that I need to get closer, you know, things like mm -hmm. that. So I don't know if that answers the question, but it's basically as a performer, I'm comfortable with microphone technique and, and then that kind of led the segue into learning about the gear and how it actually all works. If that answers yeah. it. Yeah. I, and I want to, yeah. I want to jump back into that in the next section, but I wanted to talk one more thing. I'm going to jump down kind of to the end of this section because you mentioned before that, you know, you're, you know, you're a professional singer songwriter. You also work full time for sure. And you're also a mom of two. And I know a lot of us, especially the creatives, um, how do you balance those two roles? Like you've got your yeah. professional hat on, uh, for your, you know, for your <laughs> artist your stuff and you've got to, I mean, I, like, I mean, I love, I mean, I love to I'm, play the piano and do other stuff and you know, I love that too, but it's like, okay, how do I fit that in? Like if I do this, then how am I going to create a course or like, I mean, and I think all of us and all of our audience watching has that struggle. So I'm really interested in how you balance those two things, your mm -hmm. job at Shure and your like professional singing. Well, I don't, Jeff. I don't do it very well at all. Um, case in point, last night I sang a gig in Fairfield, Connecticut, which is about 40, 45 minutes away from me on a Thursday night from 8.30 to 11.30. Uh, two out of five stars do not recommend. Like, I'm, you know, I'm dragging <laughs> right. today, but like that's, I have to feed that creative side of myself or I'm, I get very cranky. Mm -hmm. So what I've found is that having my podcast every week is the one thing I have not let myself skimp out on or drop. I've missed like, I want to say four episodes out of 72 consecutive or 73 weeks. So that's the thing. It's not necessarily me making music, which is what I would love to do with my free time. Mm -hmm. But I know that every Tuesday night I have my time to record 
edit and publish my podcast, but it's a short podcast. It's like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, that's, that's the one thing I hold on to when I'm getting really kind of like, oh, I need to create more. I know that I have that to go to because I could lie and say, oh, well, I schedule out my time. So I have me time for <laughs> right. to create. No, that does not happen because you do that. And inevitably you're taking your kid to the ER like we got to do last night, which was oh. good times. Oh, no. <laughs> She's fine. She's fine. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, and I think what you just said about the consistency is super important because like even, I mean, you did it when you were traveling, um, at the creator camp because I heard that episode and you were sitting there recording in a haunted hotel. I mean, come on, (laughs) that is commitment. Like, you know, so anyway, well, you've set, you've set yourself up for success with that too, which I think is also really important. Like you've made it, you've made your podcast, the format of it work for you understanding that you, you know, you are constantly on the go and you're doing things with work and family and you're, you know, you've gigs on different nights. So it's, I think that's really important for everyone to hear as well, that it's not like everyone listening who's used to ecam shows, which are like always an hour, an hour and a half, like three hours long. <laughs> it's three like, hours. Laura, nice. Right. Like Laura, you've set this up where it's like for you, it's audio only. You know, you have all of the gear. You understand how it works. You can bring it with you when you're in a hotel room, <laughs> in a haunted hotel. So it, I think, you know, that's a, a huge win is that upfront planning, which doesn't probably doesn't feel like a lot, but it makes a huge, huge difference in being able to actually do it consistently. Yeah, it does. And I actually, I just made the shift to incorporate video into my podcast after going to creator (laughs) camp. I mean, I've done it before. I think I have like four episodes on video, which I have two YouTube channels. I don't know how I did that to myself. So if anybody knows how to like merge them magically, please we'll talk later. Um, Anyway. So I, I started just sucking it up and using Descript. Because yes. the script is something yes. incredible. Okay. Yeah. Magic. Um, but I think that it'll be challenging when I am doing the things like when I'm in my hotel room in my PJs recording it. I don't know that anybody <laughs> needs yeah. to see that. But I recorded it in my car, <laughs> in my car, in the parking lot of Taekwondo. That was last week's episode. You so got to put it out. Yeah. You got to put it out. Do. And that one, I used this little guy right here, the MD88 oh. Plus. See, I got it right here ready to show yeah. too. We're going to talk about it that. It is just, it's so awesome. And this this is the, um, it, I don't have my little tripod with it, but it has like a phone clamp here and a mm-hmm. little Manfrotto pixie tripod, which yeah, I got is it right, like, oh, wait, like right here. here. Look at right here. Ba-da, ba-da. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, you guys, mine's not here. It's uh, the we office. could have all three done it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like if I don't have this one with me, then I have this one, the MV7. Yeah. Because it's just it folds up really nice with yeah. this. You know, like it's it mm-hmm. folds up. Just throw it, it in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um uh, that's we're going to get into all this because I'm, I'm people are already nerding out in the comments, but you know, I, I was so excited that Laura was here and, and Katie was here that I forgot to say, Hey, by the way, this show is sponsored by our friends over at Ecamm. And since Katie's here and she like is the, the main reason that I'm, I have the show. Um, is Katie, can you, is there some special things coming up? Like, you know, cause you know, it's oh the holiday. Goodness. So I'll let you take the, the lead here. It's absolutely the holiday season. So if you are sitting here and you're like, wait a second, I, I have never heard of this Ecamm thing. Ecamm helps you record your podcast, just like Jeff is doing right now. 
Uh, it also helps you live stream, record course videos, literally anything that you can think up in the world of video, Ecamm can help you do and do it easily and professionally. And yeah, if you're brand new, we have a Cyber Weekend sale that is going to start up a week from today, Black Friday, and run through that Cyber Weekend timeframe. And if you're an existing Ecamm fan member, like many of the people I see here in the chat, it's a great time to be an affiliate, you all. <laughs> so right. make sure that you get yeah. signed up as an Ecamm affiliate so that you can help us spread the word. Um, and yeah, I, it's yeah. it's just an awesome, exciting time. This is there like the holiday season. Yeah. And so, and, and if you want to like understand affiliate marketing better, she just did a great uh, video with Ian <laughs> about affiliate marketing. So go back to the Ecams channels, mm -hmm. YouTube, wherever, and, and watch that. Cause it's really, really good. Ian does a really great job with uh, affiliate yeah. marketing. So, um, by the way, I wanted to also do a welcome cause we are now broadcasting everywhere over on Agora Pulse's channels. They uh, asked to do that. So we, if you guys were watching over on Agora Pulse inside their groups and also on their page and their LinkedIn, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate you. Make sure you ask your questions. And by the way, we do have some uh, great questions here. Um, Tech Troublemaker says, kids, wait, aren't we supposed to prize kids over live streaming podcasting? No, you're not. Get your priorities right. Uh, right. No. Um, right. And then uh, oh, Jim Fuse says, uh, or should I say, sure sounds good today. Sure sounds uh, good today. Uh, I Jim, see what you did really? there. It doesn't get old for me. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hey, here for it, Jim. Bring on the short puns. Let's That's right. Uh, I don't and even then hear him anymore. It's either Jim or Chris. It might, who knows? We over on Dealcasters. I love that Laura went right into mic technique. So totally important for live streaming and podcasting. The Sure Creators YouTube channel is so helpful and not oh, just thanks. about their great mics. So before we get into mics, because, you know, everyone wants to talk about mics and stuff, but you had kind of alluded to something very, very uh, at the very beginning of the show talking about monitoring, you know, and yes. a lot of people and, and we I like since we're on video not to have the big old Mickey Mouse ears when when we're doing it and i love these are the sure uh 215s i think they are nice um and so yeah so i really like these are the pro ones and actually on sale right now on amazon if they you're watching are. by the way um i was just gonna say but they, you can't most people can't even tell that i'm i'm using them unless i really no. turn you know to the side and so and i uh, laura you had some on as well i really uh love these these uh, little monitoring but let's talk about monitoring so why why monitor your yeah, your podcast you or whatever? To. You have to monitor whether you're performing or whether you're podcasting or you're live streaming, because like I alluded to, microphones, I said this in my presentation, they're very cute and beautiful, but they're dumb. Like they don't reach out <laughs> and grab your sound. So, you know, you want to work with your mic and you're not going to know if you're having plosives, which is that sound, which I can't even get mine to do. Love you. I love you. MB7. Um, but it's when you have a pop of air that, that pops the diaphragm and it, it has that uncomfortable popping sound. Mm -hmm. You just turn off axis and you'll notice it if you're monitoring, if you're hearing like, what, the, uh, what are all those consonants that are popping in my ears? Just, you know, you'll adjust naturally. Or again, if you're too far away, dynamic microphones like this get really thin the further away you get, especially if they're in a cardioid pickup pattern, cardioid being heart shaped, meaning it's going to pick up what's right in front of it and not what's coming in from the back. You have to be up on it. And there's ways to fudge it. Like I could be over here, but why, you know, like, <laughs> like that nice <laughs> yeah. podcast voice. That's right. um, anyway, that's why it's important. And you want to make sure you're hearing your guest that you're not screaming louder than they are or that they're not too quiet. Mm -hmm. um, which is what's cool about MB7. I'm monitoring through my MB7 right now. So I'm plugged in directly to the back so I can hear myself and I can hear you guys all through the mic. Yeah. And so 
can you talk about the quality of the headphones and why not just to use, talk about why <laughs> I'm, I'm leading you with the question, not to okay. use Bluetooth <laughs> headphones. Like when you're oh, doing yeah. Yeah, like a, a lot of people one. I see putting the, you know, yes. the AirPods in and stuff like yeah. that. And if you've done it once and they break out, then I mean, you'll never do it again, but go ahead. No, because the, the thing about Bluetooth is it has inherent latency. And so if you're trying to monitor with it, as opposed to just listening to music on your computer, there will be latency introduced, meaning you'll hear yourself behind when you're actually speaking or your guests will be delayed. And that's just inherent to the technology. So that's why we recommend using wired earphones or mm -hmm. headphones. We call these earphones and we have a whole line and we have some really amazing uh promos going on right now for the holiday season so if you go i'm gonna put this in can i put stuff in the chat i don't yeah we're, but we're everywhere so it might be hard to do just, oh, just okay yeah. well if you go to shore.com slash special dash offers then you'll see everything that's on sale but the earphones and headphones are all on sale pretty much and what's great about ours is that they have these little sleeves on them that let you have something called uh sound isolation so they're not noise canceling but they essentially conform to your ear so you squeeze the little sleeve down these are the aonic fives right now mine are super dirty right now so we won't get you can't see that stuff you, coming yeah, out you of don't it. look at that yeah. so you you squeeze it and then seed it in your ear and wrap it around and then it gradually expands so it's blocking out extraneous noise so it's really great on flights and it's not noise canceling. It's not introducing any sort of frequency cancellation there. It's just naturally working with acoustics and mm. your ear. <laughs> so that's why it's important to monitor and the one, wires. The one thing I would run, so, so the, like this is going down my back, like if you can see yeah. it there. And so what I like to do is because mine's plugged into my roadcaster is um, I have um, an extension. I just got an extension cheap cable from Amazon basics yeah. that I plug it in. And so I have this, and I'm always rolling over it in my, my carpet, but, <laughs> but um, being yes. plugged in is super important. That's like a, a pro tip, like do that like right away if you're using AirPods because it just works yeah. so much better. Yeah, so. until Bluetooth catches up and we don't have any latency. Yeah, you yeah. use, use <laughs> Chris goes audio nerds unite monitoring plosives and proximity. Woohoo! So yes, <laughs> yes, proximity. That's another thing too. Yeah, um, proximity effect is when you get up on a dynamic microphone and you talk like this, it builds up low frequencies, and you can hear my voice getting woofier as I talk. Right. So that's why you want to keep that nice little like two three Space. fingers yeah off off your mic. Um, and this is a, from uh, Kira, who, who's an awesome editor. And so all these editors are going, yeah, to preach it. And she goes, also monitoring during recording makes editing so much easier because you yes. don't have to try to fix issues after the fact. Yes. Preach so it. So much easier. Katie, did you have a question? I Once again, I do. I do, yeah. Jeff. Thank Go you ahead. for checking in with me. <laughs> can, Laura, can you give us an overview of the latest advancements in microphone and headphone technology for live streaming? Yeah, absolutely. So what Jeff is speaking into right now is the SM7DB, which is the latest and greatest microphone that we've made. Strangely enough, on a 50-year-old mic, we took the SM7B, which many of you are familiar with, which I usually have within arm's reach. Oh, here it is. Uh, and fantastic microphone, broadcast industry, standard go-to mic. Uh, but one of the things that people don't always enjoy is that you need extra gain or you need an interface that has enough gain or headroom to drive this mic because it's just 
That's how it was built. It has these beautiful humbucker coils built in, so it's going to block RF noise from different devices. When this was made in 73, cell phones weren't a thing, but there were other pieces of equipment that would cause a buzz. So that's why it has that humbucker coil in there, which is kind of fun. Um, And it has these switches where you can adjust the frequency response, but you have to kind of get a tool to do that, like a pen or a tool, a pen, you know, something (laughs) that'll get in there. It's very official. So we made the SM7DB, which is the exact same microphone. It has now a built-in booster and it is brilliant. So now you don't need to have the right interface. You know that no matter what you plug it into, and it is XLR, not USB, you can have that go directly into whatever you're using and engage the preamp because it has an onboard preamp and you could get plus 18 or plus 28 dB. So if you're not getting quite enough juice, you have a little more headroom. But if you decide you want to bypass it and go straight into SM7B mode, you can do that as well. And you know, I've seen online people saying, oh, why would they do that? It's different and it's bigger and it's tapered and all these things. No, it's not. <laughs> it has it's one centimeter bigger because it has to you know accommodate a preamp it's black and it has a shore logo here that's black i should have this in front of me but it's in a pelican well, case i have one right, right? see oh, like, look there. There. yeah there you thank go. you jeff so can, can you spot the logo katie I, I can, but I'm really looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very hidden. Yeah. So people are, you know, getting a little cranky about that. Yeah. We put the logo on there. It's, it's advertising, it's but you know, it's not like, it's not like my ignition green one here. That's like, sure. Yeah. So, you know, that was the change, but it's a pleasant change. Cause now Jeff doesn't have to add any other things to his setup. He could plug right. directly in and have enough gain to power his SM7B. Yeah, and I love it for sure. I love it. And so, so uh, Rainy Cajun, which is a great name, by the way, he goes, uh, Jeff, how far is the SM seven DB from my mouth? I don't, I don't have a, uh, like a measuring thing here, but I'll go once again, full screen. And you can see it's about this far, you know, from my mouth, three inches. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. And so I'm still playing with it. Like, I don't know if I have it completely dialed in. I like, I got it yesterday. Like, cause yeah. Laura is <laughs> amazing by the way. So, uh, and I like the sound of it and I am, I didn't go all the way. I think I'm in the, what's the eight, is it 18 yeah. DB plus? plus 18. I think I have that one on. I didn't go all the way. I didn't think I needed to. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, I think it sounds pretty darn good. So it sounds great. I think yeah. so too. So, and then uh, right before we launched the SM7 DB, we launched the MVX2U, which I saw either Chris or Jim throw in the chat there. And that is this guy. Again, very subtle logo that I'm trying to get to show up. <laughs> uh, this is a single channel interface. So when you use this, and you can use this with a regular SM7B or your SM7 DB, but it's a USB interface and it has that headphone out right there so that you can monitor and this can plug directly into my sm7b like that (laughs) hair on it and go in line directly on a boom arm and Mm. so you can run there there's also an extender you can use or you can run a little short xlr cable to this if you want this kind of like on your desk which is how i do it um so it's a great setup this is a single interface you bring this you're good to go I just, yeah. I like my MV7 and my 
88 plus. So I haven't upgraded. It's, it's a, I mean, it's a great, I, I have it here too. Cause I would, I didn't know who was going to have one, but like, that's what's Katie's using. Um, they're really great. And by the way, once again, go to jeffc.live. They're all there in the carousel. You can just pick that's them. Right. And there's also, you know, she talked about the interface. There is a kit with, I think the SM seven DB and that interface, you can buy them together. Uh, I believe I saw that on the Sure website. So um, if you don't have an interface and you need one, there you go. Great Christmas yep. present for yourself. Treat yourself. That's what I'm saying. Treat yourself. So that's I right. always say that. Everybody, uh, I've, I've talked with so many creators where they're just like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready to, to upgrade my setup or, you know, and I wish Doc were here to just be like, you know, buy it once, <laughs> <Do> it. <laughs> you know, exactly. because number one it's not that expensive in the grand scheme of things right. i'm not saying that a 500 dollars mic is inexpensive but what i'm saying is in the grand scheme of things if you're ready to do this or if you've been doing it for a minute make the jump or even go for an mv7 it's it's 249 it plugs in usb and xlr so you have it's options for it yeah. to grow with you and you know you're you're worth it Otherwise, you're going to struggle with the tech. You're going to fight with the tech. You're going to be like, why don't I sound as good as insert favorite podcaster there? You know, like, just just go for it. Just invest mm. in it. That's how I always justify it. I'm like, what what is this equivalent to this gear equivalent to in meals? Because <laughs> I really like to go out to eat. And so I'm like, right. is this like two steak dinners or right. like, you know, so or McDonald's. Yeah. So yeah. Or how don't McDonald's buy McDonald's. Burgers. Oh yeah, you'll be sick. Um, so, but the, so uh, the dealcasters are saying we usually tell people for distance between the mouth and mic is about the length of your fist and speak across it, not into the front of it. Totally nerding out right now. I know Love you it. guys over at Dealcasters are. Um, I wanted to ask this, and you guys, let me know in the comments or uh, if you're watching the replay, you know, le go ahead and leave them in as well. Um, and I, this is what I believe. I think you should, if you're on the upgrade path, you've been doing this for a while, you got some consistency, you know that you want to be a podcaster. Or a live streamer the first thing you should upgrade is your audio, audio true or false yeah. what would you say katie i'll start true. with you oh, oh my goodness I, yes i mean i would say that not even just for upgrading that that should be your like i want to start a podcast start a live stream get into video be better with creating you know short videos audio first like you can do a lot with decent lighting to make older cameras or your phone work for the video picture quality but uh, bad audio is that that's forever <laughs> in a real bad way. <laughs> that's right. So that's I, right. I, I know you're a little biased, Laura, but what, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There have been studies that show it again and again, like your people are going to bounce if the audio is subpar. Mm -hmm. And so things to take into consideration when we're talking about good audio, not even let, let's say you have a, a mic that you already own and you're not quite happy with the sound. You can still do things to make it sound better. Number one, you can get closer to the mic. The closer you get, the less of the room that's gonna get into it. Because again, they're beautiful, dumb creatures that only reach out and hear what's right in front of them. So by eliminating other things coming into the mic, you make it that much better. And then you can also treat your space by adding absorptive materials. So I don't even have to though, in this space, I'm in a, you know, this is painted drywall, angular walls, that's a, window over there i have a nice sound dampening um mm -hmm. shade uh and light dampening but i have hardwood floors and there's a giant window right over there and i all i'm doing is talking into my mv7 but if you have a particularly uh bouncy live room that you're hearing a lot of echo when you clap your hands get close to the mic use absorptive materials like area rugs pillows canvas 
uh, you can make your own canvases like we talked about at Creator Camp. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and just treat the space. So, this, and Chris says, this is great. Bad audio is forever. He's stealing that. That's Katie. <laughs> it's all yours, Bad audio is forever. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, well, I've always heard that, like, you know, um, people will forgive uh, bad video, but they won't forgive bad audio is what I've always well, I heard. He- if you can't hear someone, there's, you're not... <laughs> <laughs> or like I mean, a windy stay. Yeah. 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 Right. Totally agree. So, um, I want to do this cause I know people are like, you know, okay, $500 mic or, or should I do the, how for beginners, what are the key features they need to look yeah. for when choosing audio equipment for live streaming and, and presentations? Like we've been talking about dynamic microphone, unless you're in a perfectly treated space. So dynamic, not condenser, good set of headphones. And if you're just starting, go with a USB mic because then you don't have any additional gear. That's why I love the MV7 though, because it's USB or XLR, or you can use them at the same time, which is kind of cool. Um, and so that way you can grow. If you decide to get an interface and you want XLR capabilities, you already have it built in, but that's that's really it. A dynamic microphone that's gonna pick you up, block out more of the room and a set of headphones and a computer that's required. Yeah. Well, I guess you could do it on a phone, but. The old tape machine. Um, the old tape machine, yes. Just, I still have some good tapes of me, like when I was a kid, like pretending I was a oh, podcaster. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, making your own radio station. That was my big thing as a kid. Yep. Yeah. I wanted to be Christian Slater so badly. Oh, yes. Yeah, you and I. Talk hard. I mean, like, pump up the volume. Is, pump up our, the volume. It's our movie, Katie. Mm-hmm. It is, 100%. <laughs> All right, yeah. Katie, you're, you're up next. What's your question? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm having too much fun that I'm not like. So, well, well, well if you're, while you're looking for that, I want, <laughs> I, I want to talk a little quick about this. You mentioned, OK, um, dynamic microphone, right? OK, but here's the thing. This is a condenser microphone. Condenser. You're right. So why yeah. is this one so good? This is like my travel mic. Like when I go somewhere and like I have to do my show in a hotel room, I can plug this right into my computer and use yes. this one. And it's fabulous. So how come this one is so good? Um, well, and because, it's a condenser microphone because you can dial it in, you know, more than you can with a normal condenser. Like it's not a, first of all, it's a small diaphragm condenser, right. not a large diaphragm condenser. Um, and that makes it a little bit more less. Oh my gosh. Words. What are they? A little bit less surface area to contend with. Right. And the thing that we haven't really touched on yet with the MV88 Plus, which I'm riding the struggle best to put it together whilst talking to all of you, is that you power it with your phone and you control it with your phone and you can change the polar pattern with the app. So that's why it's so great in terms of being able to control it and use it and have it not be as prone to noise is because I can go in here. Okay. It's loading. I can go in here and I can select how yeah. I want the microphone to pick up. So yeah, the pattern in cardioid mode, that lets me actually dial it in and be much more directional as opposed to stereo mode, which would activate both of the capsules because this is a stereo condenser mic. It's one of only two in the Shure product line, which I think is fascinating. So you could see that I have my left and my right capsules there. And when that's cool, though, is when you're out in the field and you put it into this one, the figure eight or mono bidirectional, because then you just set it up on the table 
and put it in between you and your interview subject. And it's going to capture you beautifully equally without having to do this mm -hmm. back and forth, you know, man on the street kind of action. So that's why, because you can disable some of the capsules and put it into monocardioid mode, you have a more focused sound. Yeah. So that somebody asked, uh, is that your travel mic? Yeah, that's my travel mic because because of the reasons um, like you're at a conference or something, it's so versatile. Like she said, you can put it in and do interviews. You can go out and just capture audio in the, uh, you know, in the in the room. You can like interview people while you ask questions. You just want to pick up them. You can turn it back towards you and have like vlogging mode. I mean, this thing is is for portability and travel. This is my go to. And I think it is stinking amazing because of all that stuff that you can do with it. it Sorry. Is, yeah. It turned into, I didn't mean it to be, anyway, that's my travel mic. Um, <laughs> and so Paul is saying, I need to bite the bullet and get the MV88. Do it, Paul. Yeah. Do it. Paul, yes. And, and Kira says, love me some portable tiny tech. Yes, it is. It is really cool. Like I, uh, Kira and I were at Momentum Conference uh, and that's what I had when I was doing some stuff out in about. So uh, yeah, Kira, it's really, really cool. Um, all right. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I nerd out right. on well, that this, thing all the time. This, right. this rolls us into then our next question on the on talking through the difference, the different kinds of audio equipment by the different kinds of content that you're creating. So how do you how do you approach which which microphone you're using for, you know, mobile on the go interviews versus podcasts and live streams like this versus like music performances, business presentations. I know I saw in the, in the comments as well, someone being like, is it okay now that we have our microphones in our shots? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, what advice do you have for like what microphone for use case? Yeah, that's a great question. And it, it depends on if you're going to be doing multiple applications, for example, I am on Teams calls all day, for sure, <laughs> all day. And then I'm podcasting and then I'm recording, you know? So that's why I like something like the MV7 because it's super versatile for all three of those applications. But if you know that you're gonna primarily be doing your content creation on the go, that's when you would go with something like an MV88 plus because it's gonna be more versatile and you have that ability to control it. And if you know you're gonna be stationary and in like the same spot every time you know you want to make the investment go with the sm7b because i mean it's it's the best it's just not the most portable of our microphones you know so that's kind of considerations there mm -hmm. um if you are doing things with a digital slr setup or maybe a sony camera like what i have here then you could go with a shotgun mic um but that's still not going to reach out and grab your sound that gives you a focused sound powered and going into your camera. So that's the kind of advantage there. Uh, it's a lens hopper that we make as the VP83F. It's on the camera, it's in the form factor, and it works with your workflow. But that's if you're going to be doing tripod-based shooting and you're only going to be about this far away, which is like two feet away. You don't really want to make it extend because shotgun mics are not magnifying glasses. <laughs> Right. I always said that to right. people. Doc would be preaching it too. He yeah. has strong feelings. So 
this is on that that topic that Katie brought up. This is from uh, Rainy Cajun says, "Are we in agreement that having a mic in the frame yeah. is finally acceptable?" I, I I've been yes. doing it for I'm um, gosh almost <laughs> twenty years. Like I've always had a mic in my shot. I've never had anybody said, "Why do you have a mic in your shot?" Nobody's ever asked that to me. So I use this on PTO Zoom calls, yo. Like I am not afraid. Yeah. Okay, get it in the shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that comes from, and I could be wrong, but I I think a lot of that comes from the kind of Zoom keynote PowerPoint presentation folks who are trying to look more quote unquote professional and not as kind of podcastery <laughs> as mm-hmm. as a lot like as this tends to look. So I, yeah, I think it it is interesting. I feel like it's more it's becoming more and more accessible even for that group that people are like, oh, this person, you know, is showing up and looking more professional. Whereas maybe even, you know, a year or two ago it was like probably looked a little bit weird if someone was showing up to do a presentation and they were this close to the microphone or talking into a microphone. Mm. Right. Yeah. 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 I think I, I just, I really, I've never had somebody like, what is that on your face? Nobody's ever said that. Yeah, There's I like, why it's is like that your internal face? Thought. That. I don't, yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone is like sitting there going like, oh, well, uh, Jeff is clearly yeah. not presenting properly because he's got a microphone in front. Right. I think it's like an internal game that we play with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I mean, I get it with the YouTubers used to have those mics that were off shot, you know, off screen and yeah. shooting in and like, but you just get so much better sound. And if once again, you know, I'm on the repurposing train all the time, like you've got to repurpose your content and yes. having great audio lets you have so much more options that you can use it with. Like in, anyway, so I'll, I'll stop there. But um, so this is a great question from Neil. If <laughs> I'm you laughing don't at want, Eden's comments. Well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get to you, Eden. <laughs> yes. If you don't want to have a mic in the shot, what mic would you recommend? Yeah, Neil, I saw your question too. And that's a great, that is a great one. Uh, you've got to go with a lavalier. I mean, mm. honestly, microphones just you can't have a magical mic that reaches out and grabs your sound it will not work it's going to pick up the space they are not selective in their hearing so if you don't want it in your shot getting something like a lavalier which i normally have one tangled up in everything and uh, yeah i only have a head worn right here um it's tiny it's very inconspicuous and if you have a clip lav on a clip-on lavalier that just goes right here you know, if I, especially on this black shirt, you wouldn't even see it. So that's the answer. You got to use a lav. I mean, you could get creative and have a shotgun mic that's out of shot because you know, they do use that for dialogue recording mm-hmm. in film and TV. Um, but why, you know, why do that to yourself when you could just have a, yeah. have a little tiny lavalier that you're wearing? That, um, that's also like really heavily... I, I feel like again to like the the conversation about use case those the that dialogue and what they're doing in like a movie or a television show is heavily edited like whole crews of right. post production teams so you know if you are again like in the podcasting presenting live streaming group you are never going to be that level nor should you be that level of post production so it's you're right, right. Setting yourself up for way more work for no real benefit. It's a perceived, a perceived right. benefit. Yeah. Right. 
So <laughs> deal catcher says the only rule is you cannot put a blue Yeti in the shop. The, <laughs> oh, no blue Yetis the, in the, the shop. funny thing is, is I started like that was my first, it was the, the pro Everybody. though. It's like, and it's I had, lot, yeah. and I used it for a long time. So he's just being mean, but, um, no, it's, yeah, if you have to go with what you got at the beginning, but we've talked about some, some reasonably priced microphones that you guys can, can use. Um, this is a, I want to, like take it from the very, very beginner because somebody's just, okay, I just bought Ecamm. I want to do a podcast. Um, what mic do I do we get and how do I hook it up to Ecamm? Like there's probably some people who don't know, like, okay, I bought Ecamm, but I don't know how to get it to my computer. So let's talk about some, maybe some interfaces and we'll start with you, Laura, and then we'll end up with Katie kind of talking about how to get it working with Ecamm. Yeah. So if you use something like the MV7 that I'm talking into right now, it's a USB microphone. So it's acting as my interface. So it's taking acoustic energy, i.e. my mouth talking and converting it into an electrical signal going into my computer. That's my setup right now. MV7 plugged into a MacBook Pro set of headphones plugged into the back of my MV7. That's it. So it, that's one way of doing it. It's all encompassing and it's still, it's like a really good price if you were to do everything all together. 249 plus the SE 215s, I'm using the Aonic 5s cause I'm fancy, uh, but <laughs> that could be a great starter kit. And if you want something that could also be multi-purpose, like if you're a singer and you wanna have a mic that could go from stage to podcast, the, uh, the SM58 is an incredible option for that. And then you would get an interface like this MVX2U right. and you know you plug that directly into your computer. This is your interface. I know it looks very small and unassuming, but it's a powerful tool. And an SM58, look, is, it looks like that, in case you're wondering. Cool. Although this is on an SLXD wireless transmitter because this is what Fancy. I had in front of me at the Fancy. moment. <laughs> what yeah. else can I pull from my bag of shit? It, lo it looks just like the emoji. If you <laughs> yeah. want to just have it the does. Emoji I want the you. emoji mic. Yes, that's yes. right. Sadly, there are people uh, who will do that. Like, I want the emoji yeah. mic. Yes, so, uh, okay, Katie. So we got the interface. We got the mics. How do we get it to work with Ecamm? Because oh my if, gosh, it, if you want to have audio, great stuff, you have to use Ecamm. It literally just shows up. <laughs> so you're, 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 you're welcome for all of that. It like, see, I have the same setup uh, that Laura does. So I have my MV7 just literally plugged directly by USB into my computer and it shows up as an audio source in Ecamm. So I just need to make sure that I go into my sound levels menu and just make sure that it says Shure MV7. If you're getting a little bit more complicated and you're connecting through, um, through XLR and through different interface, then you just need to make sure that it makes sure <laughs> in your uh, in your drop down menu that you that you have the correct interface um, connected into Ecamm, but they, autom oh, they automatically point. just come in. So uh, I know that, like for example, we have a number of people in our community who use the Rodecaster Pro, probably mostly for the shiny light up buttons. That's like mm -hmm. you know right. why most 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 people <laughs> like things for the light up <laughs> buttons. Um, but if if that's coming in, then yeah, you would select you would change over from your MV7 through to your Rodecaster Pro so that then you're telling Ecamm that's where we're picking up the audio from. So it really is, it's plug and play. Anything right. that you connect in, whether it's a camera or a microphone, shows up in Ecamm and you just have to make sure you're, you've selected the right one. And that's actually what I am using in for this show and I've been using it for years and I have the original Rodecaster Pro and I'm just taking an every, I have a, on my flow of my show, I have like one of the steps is to change over to, you know, Roadcaster Pro on both the audio and the video because I actually monitor out from my 
Rodecaster Pro as well. So. And if you're monitoring, like you will notice immediately, like it's become a nonstop joke on our podca- uh, podcast that I do with my best friend because she's she's got like still I need to upgrade her microphone. She's got like the the one of the tiny Shure microphones that I like used to adore because they were so cute. Oh, the MV5. Uh, yeah. So she still has that oh, one. We need to we need to move up to a fun designed one. But but the second that she joins in, she's not you know paying as much attention, and you could and so it's picking up the audio from her headphones like the little microphone oh. in her headphones and i'm like oh no bad this is bad you need to change <laughs> yes. up. Yeah. so it's it's immediately noticeable when you have the wrong connection <laughs> selected yeah. when you're using a good quality microphone so so yes. we, oh my gosh this this has passed so fast and everyone's nerding out and so uh, you have uh, this is the final call for questions so ask your questions but i have one uh before we kind of go into the the last question um so I want to know, and this is from Shannon, he, uh, Shannon Hernandez, who helps me produce Guy Kawasaki's podcast. And he goes, ask her, like, how much did Joe Rogan using your SM7B change, like, the, the landscape for sure? Did everybody want, I want Joe Rogan's mic now? Is that how it kind of worked? I mean, honestly, it's been kind of um, a perfect storm of people noticing that mic, but also the pandemic everyone Mm. turned inwards and got stuck in their house and started creating content and podcasting. And then they were Googling, you know, podcasting mics. And that one happened to be the most visible because some people said, well, why didn't sure come out with the SM seven DB 10 years ago? Because there was no demand for the SM seven DB because it was still being used in studios and broadcast houses that had powerful enough interfaces to drive it. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, "Well, no, you missed it, sure," it's like, "Well, you know, we're always innovating and making new things," and this was when the demand came. So, did he help? I mean, I think probably, but it <laughs> yeah. just kind of was a combination of things. Also, with MV seven coming out in twenty twenty. You know, that brought more visibility to this style of mm-hmm. microphone with based on the boom arm. And then people were like, well, what's the best? And finding out that SM7B was. And so, yeah, that, I don't Very know cool. if that answered it. Yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> it was just an interesting thing that he wanted me to ask. And he helps me. So I have to um, um, keep him happy. So Tacey says, is a lavalier sure as well? What's Because I know she's probably looking for a lavalier to use. Uh, oh, what yeah. would you recommend for from sure for that? Yeah, so we have several lavalier options on Shore.com or Amazon. But um, if you go to Shore.com, you can kind of go through this thing where you choose what you want the microphone to do. It's like our mic finder. Mm-hmm. And it'll say, I want a microphone to capture my voice in my house for a podcast. And it'll spit out some really good options for you. But in terms of lavaliers, we have a few different lines one of them is called Uniplex, which is really great for podcasting because it's a unidirectional mic. Traditionally, lavaliers are what's called omnidirectional, omni meaning all. So they pick up and hear like the human ear does. They hear everything. Whereas a unidirectional mic is more like this, where it's directionally focused on one source in one direction. So Uniplex is great. Duraplex if you're going to be out in the field, Duraplex means durable. It's it's impervious to dust, dirt, water. It's IPX rated. That's a fancy term for just saying you can beat the snot out of it and things won't <laughs> get into it that you don't want. So that's really good for that. And then the creme de la creme, the Twinplex. And all of these plexes on there is in reference to the cable, which is super durable. And it's made um, from like medical grade cable. 
that would go inside of your body. <laughs> so oh. it can't break. Um, so if you have an accident, you can suture can. your friend with your mic. Control. Right. Do you Let's need to not do? say that. <laughs> okay. Recording. okay. No, no, no. It, I'm not saying it won't break ever, but it is okay. much, much more durable. So all of those lavaliers I mentioned have that Plex technology built in. So depends on your budget, depends on your needs, but I would say Uniplex is a great place to start. Very cool. Yeah, because Tacey said um, that she needed one for presenting and speaking events. So, oh, great. Yeah, so it's, you go Head in there and, and do that finder and it will help you, Tacey, because I know um, they have those. Yeah, that's what I was going to Yeah, this is cool. The the headworn, I know this looks kind of silly, but like it's so great. I'm a, when I do perform my loop and I've loved using this mic, it's kind of different because then I, I don't have to be anchored to a mic. I can be going wherever I want and look down at the looper and look back up. So, for performance, for speaking, for theater. It's a great yeah. option. Good, Mike. Awesome. So we, uh, I'll let you, uh, Katie, I'll let you have the final question because I have hogged All right. So much. Well, this one might be a big one, but I feel like we can't finish off this episode without having Laura answer that one of the, the most common question we get from people who are getting into audio on the Ecamm side is, how do I avoid and or deal with echo slapback weird noises and and audio issues that come up as i'm getting into my show or recording my podcast that's a good one and i think we can actually because katie i'm hearing a little bit of echo and slapback from your mic i don't know if you're hearing it on my end but we could we could do this in real life right now so all right let's do it can you put us in split screen oh there we go okay so i want you to tilt your microphone a little bit more off axis, just a bit. Like, like up or down? Side, like this. Oh, like this okay, way. yep. All right. Yeah, and I want you to get a little bit closer to it. All right, hang on. I'm in like the weirdest setup today. <laughs> you are. So you want to be as close as you can. There you go. Hello, 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 hello. So now do you hear how she has lost all of the echo in her space? So keep talking. Hello. I'm talking into my fancy, awesome new mic. I'm really into and it now, for the color. <laughs> now go back to where you were and do the same thing. Well, move my mic. Hello, yeah. hello. Hello, hello. Test, test. So yeah. you can hear there's more space in her room, but as the closer she got to the mic while still staying off axis, got rid of the plosives and got rid of the room space. I mean, her room sounds great, so it's it's fine. But if anyone's like, what is that noise? Or what is that sound I'm hearing? Try getting closer to your mic. Try adding absorptive materials and make sure you're using a dynamic mic. Those are the the three things. I actually, I have my um, I have my towel, my old ugly brown towel on my desk. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be better in taking feedback, but I'm also like at home on my craft table, and I've tried like moving my backgrounds around. So I'm the yeah. mushroom wallpaper is rocking my world yeah. right now. I it just have cool. to say, I know, yeah. except that I am having so so. See if any if you're like. If you're like, oh, goodness, you know, I hate my background or I'm not. I've been playing with cameras and like common issues Ecamm people have been having. So I'm I'm sacrificing myself a little bit. Like I, I didn't think that I have this up in front of me, which is driving me crazy. Nice. And I'm the using my built, split. my built in yep. camera because I was playing with my phone camera and that like failed me and it was like causing a mic delay or something was weird happening. And then I was yeah. playing with like this other camera. So, yeah, I'm. um 
Thank you. I, I'm I'm doing well on the audio side of it, but not yes. so well on the video side. Playing no, around. Yeah. yeah it, see, like I bump my thing and it shakes. I'm yeah. I'm I'm moaning. <laughs> Chris goes Katie. live mic technique. Yes, he loves all this stuff. He is a super nerd. He is the he resident is. super audio nerd here at oh, Social Media Live. But once again, this has been well, this. We need to do part two because we could go on and talk a lot more about this. I think uh, mic technique is super important and all the things that you've given us. Um, uh, but I want to let people know where they can find all about you your music which is fabulous uh, over on spot it really is i was like i didn't know i didn't know that she didn't tell me that when i met her so very very good so tell people where they can find you your music all the stuff that is all about you uh so you can find me at laura clap music that's c-l-a-p-p which you see right there um or lauraclap.com if you want to get into the music side and song 43 is my podcast it's on all of the platforms and i talk about how this creator creates while being a mom working full-time and doing all the things so if you've ever <laughs> wanted to know how songs come together while trying to do four thousand things at once you should listen to song 43. <laughs> Mm. Yes. yes, very, very cool. That Yeah, so go and listen, find our channel on Spotify and, and put that in your playlist because it's really, really good music. Um, Katie, where can people find out more about you and your podcast? You mentioned your podcast a couple times. Tell people about that, where they can find you and all the stuff that is Katie Fox. Oh goodness, I always feel guilty promoting my like personal No, do it. But he can't no, dude. It. But nope. uh, so I am available and you can find me through all things Ecamm. That's E-C-A-M-M. I'm, I touch all of those things. So I'm easy to find on the Ecamm side. If you like movies, especially ones that are from the 80s and 90s, then you can check us out at thevhsclubpod.com. We record live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, and you can find our show on all places where podcasts happen. Awesome. And, and by I the do, way... I gotta, I gotta go interject, Jeff, real quick. Okay. Sure.com is where you find all the information about these products that we've been talking about. YouTube sign up and subscribe to the Shore Creators channel, which was thrown in the chat a few times. Thank you, Chris and Jim, to learn about how you do that with different products and different questions that you may have and check out those promotions that are running through the end of December. Yes. Awesome. Yes, awesome products. Awesome company. Um, but, and, and uh, Kira says, this has been so helpful. I learned so much and um, Amazon wishlist is now longer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel your pain, Kira. Um, by the way, I wanted to do a shout out to, um, you know, Ecamm once again, they're amazing for sponsoring the show. You can find out more about them at socialmedianewslive.com forward slash Ecamm. But we are doing a meetup right before podcast at the Disney parks. I think we're going to do it at Hollywood studios. Uh, I'm going to be there with my friend, Paul Gowder, who's been on the show before, but Ecamm is going to be there with us. So it's the day before Podfest. I believe it's that, Wednesday, Wednesday, I think the 24th, um, but it's free. Come hang out with us. We're going to be riding the rides. We're going to be eating all the food. We're going to be, be talking about podcasting and all the other stuff, uh, but it's free to come you know, and just hang out with us. Go to jeffc.com forward slash podfest meetup. Katie's going to be there and she's never been on there. She's never ridden Ride of the Resistance. So it's going to be well, awesome. I am so. really fun on rides, you guys. So you oh, need so to I can just, ride I have no, I, I can totally ride imagine. ever. Yes. Ride ever. Uh, and Tower of Terror, all the stuff, uh, all the new things. It's going to be fun. So come join us. If you're going to PodFest, come a day earlier and join us there because I'm telling you, it is going to be a blast. So jeffc.com forward slash PodFest meetup. And with that, folks, thank you guys so much for joining us. We will see you guys next time. And with that, see you guys later. Bye now. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Social Media News Live.